I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. If you're listening to this program in any country around the world, I would really like to hear from you. I'd like to know where you are and how you're enjoying this program, whether you're listening on uh, out of Belize, whether in the Virgin Islands, the Bahamas, or Cayman Islands, or on Spotify, or other country around the world. I'd like you to let me know what, uh, how are you enjoying the program. Email me with this address, info at soencouragement.org, or you can text me via WhatsApp. It's free at 242-477-4002. That's 242-477-4002. Or you can even even visit my website at www.soencouragement.org. I would be delighted to hear from you. Now today, it's going to be a very important topic about male leadership. I got a question a long time ago from a gentleman. Here's the question. Dear sir, I think there is a male leadership crisis in the world today. What can we do to get more male leaders in our homes, communities, schools, and churches? Now, I want you to listen carefully to my answer. Yes, sir, you are correct. There is clearly a male leadership crisis in our country. However, the problem is not the overwhelming presence of female leaders or leadership, but the diminishing force of male leaders. Male leadership should not be in competition with female leadership, but in cooperation with. Also, it is a mistake to believe that all males are determined to be leaders in the community, school, or church, or even the home. Some males shouldn't get married, that's what I mean. (laughs) Leadership is a gift not based on genetic or hormonal makeup. Leadership is a calling, not a biological structure. And right here, I'd like to stick a pin. I believe a male, a married male, is a leader in the home, not the leader in the home. He shares leadership with his partner, with his spouse. Yes, they are co-leaders. And unfortunately, we have lots of missing male leaders and homes, even when they physically live there, because they're not actually emotionally and sometimes not physically a part of the life of the family. Now, we are reaping the tradition of our past, a past that so glorified the power of male leadership that we have never learned how to collaborate, cooperate, or effectively negotiate with the leadership strength of our female counterparts. In fact, the male ego internally diffuses the recognition of any possible female gifts of leadership. What segment of our society has been mostly affected by this tradition and the lack of collaborative male-female leadership? It is the home. It is the home that that rules the nations, not the man or nor the woman, 
the home. What is most frightening is that at uh, as as recent as um, in the maybe twenty years ago, the Southern Baptist Church felt the need to amend the essential statement of beliefs to include the declaration that a woman should be should submit herself graciously to her husband's leadership. According to their newly elected president at that time, many years ago, the amendment was a response to a time of growing crisis in the family. (laughs) Wow! Wouldn't it have been better for that same body to vote that males should learn how to better negotiate with females, become partners with them, and how to truly love them? Now remember, the question was, how could we get more male leadership in the home, the church, and the community? Well, I think one of the reasons is that men haven't learned how to cooperate with women to be their partners. You see, we need both. Men, if you want better societies with less violence, more productivity and growth, then we must be willing to sit at the bargaining table with our female counterparts and learn how to respect appreciate and value our differences, thus creating a unifying and stabilizing force that can stem the tide of family dysfunction. God designed it so that society, community, and the home cannot survive without male-female collaborative leadership. I want you to not forget that, listeners. It is my view, strongly believe, that God designed it so that society, The community, the church, and the home cannot survive without male-female collaborative leadership. During ancient Bible times, when a man got married, he was not allowed to go to war with the army for at least one year after the wedding ceremony. He was to remain home with his wife. Today, men are doing the opposite. They are trying to get out of the home after marriage. Our elementary schools are badly in need of male leadership. Note, as opposed to female, or not as opposed to female leadership, but in collaboration with it. Our boys are in crisis because the fathers are not in the home, neither are they in the church or the schools. The mother is then left to carry the load. This is causing us to raise a society of angry, empty, and desperate males whose leadership skills are centered on armed machine guns, drug sales, sporty cars, sexual escapades, and a pocket full of money. Dear listeners, let's not make our forefathers' mistake. Making our men feel that their task is to take over leadership, and and that if they fail to do so, then society will suffer. This is a formula for a sick society. In today's postmodern society, our task is to teach our men to lead their own lives first, not live or lead the lives of others, and to become productive, happy, well-balanced persons. Another important task today is to teach our men to collaborate to collaborate with female leaders, thus creating what I call 
the male-female collaborative leadership force. Yes, the male-female collaborative leadership force. If we continue to train our sons to believe that women are in competition with men and that their style of leadership is not as effective, then we will continue to have a war or have war and not peace. And, you know, history has not been written well, or at least the surface part of it. But when you study history, some of the greatest war leaders and monarchs or kingdoms have been led by women. Yes, Elizabeth the Great were one of them. Women. And they led men. They were respected and honored. We want to end the male crisis. It will end when males start to collaborate with females, to form a male-female collaborative leadership force, and think of women or females as their partners and not their competitors. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.